Welcome to the Craft Beer Cast. I'm Josh. That's Jeff. No, no, no. I am not. Don't point at him. Yeah, why are you pointing at me? I don't know why I'm pointing. I'm Josh. That's Jeff. No, the hell no, it is. No, no. Yeah, you're I'll, me. You get to go to Jamaica, not me. I get to stay home. Mon? <laughs> wow. Okay. <laughs> First off, never again. Well, the good news is we have an episode title now. <laughs> oh. Yeah, pretty early. Mon. Like, happy Mon Day. Oh. We actually had two because, you know, they're not interested from last oh, episode. Oh, man. I just. Not man. interested. Dot, dot, dot. Dot, dot, dot. Mon. Oh, Lord. I hate so much of this. I just. I, I know. know. I'm, I'm sorry. Gonna, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm going. I'm going to drink somewhere. I'll be back. Well, we've been drinking beer throughout the course of this show. Dear listener, I, my sincerest apologies. Whatever. You'll do it again. You're a monster. (laughs) Yes, I am. There is no question about that. This is a known fact. Known fact. Just, I hate so much of this. I hate so much of this. Okay, so this isn't as, uh, well. Are you drinking what I'm drinking too? (laughs) Uh, no. Oh. Wait. I, I was going to tell the story about the beer that we talked about. Is that going to come on the show, Jeff? Because I don't want to ruin it. We talked about today. Okay, computer. Um, the beer that we talked about today. The what? this this no no no, no. the the Discord messages you and I were passing today. There was there's a lot of Discord messages we were passing today. Let, me, that, let me go back. Let me go back and I'll look. And that like beer? this is this is so terribly exciting for all of you <laughs> to hear. Oh, uh, you mean the one that I that I've got coming? Yeah. Well, so no, is that coming for the show? Yeah, it'll be coming for the show. Okay. Well, then I'll wait to yeah. talk yeah, about yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll, okay. I'll sacrifice one of mine for the show. Okay. I had something weird the other day. What's that? I forget to bring. I uh, forgot to talk about it uh, last recording. Uh, it's a gin and tonic inspired mm-hmm. hard seltzer. I'm out from, <laughs> from Resident Culture. <laughs> and I got a little taster glass of it and split it with Liz, and we don't. Hate it. I might actually could see myself buying one when it's like hot as hell in the summertime. Oh, good night. Um, I don't. She's not going to buy it, but we don't hate it. So like, you know the um, weird the the sake things that she's into that she got my wife into. Uh huh. They make a gin and tonic. <clears throat> excuse me, sake too. Oh yeah, uh, it wasn't terrible. I tried it. It wasn't gross. I appreciated the name of this very much. Does anyone have any questions? So many questions. Yeah, oh, I know. All the questions. All right, Wells. Is Charlotte overrun with craft breweries? Bubble burst. It's it's our uh, bi-monthly bubble yeah. bursting uh, yeah. conversation topic. Has the, has the bubble burst? It hasn't. I, but, but this article says it has. Look, any time that... Oh, whatever. The only reason that I included this article is bam for this. Yeah, no, this is actually very interesting. So, Jeffrey, if you would like to turn your eyes to the screen for a second, oh, yeah. you can see the number of barrels based off of the breweries. Would you look at who is actually number three and who is number one and who is number two? Let's start off at three and okay. tell the dear. Can we listener. just can we can we just go in order? Well, would you think of 
the brewery that's at the top, would right, you Sycamore think of Brewing them as the biggest? Sycamore Brewing is the highest producing brewery in Charlotte. I would absolutely agree with. Their shit is everywhere. Like yes, a it is. Poo. It is, but it's everywhere as in like a five state footprint. It, it, yeah, it like you know some places will claim to be that brewery that everybody knows as a household name. <laughs> Sycamore is one of those that like honestly is in more houses than I'd like to you know yeah be in, but you know. Sycamore at number one um, with a 1% growth since uh, two years ago. No Doubt Brewing at number two. Um, not terribly surprising. Uh, Old Mech at number three. With, oh, they're on the decline. So that's that's kind of a shame. Yeah. yeah. 6% down. And, I'm, and that's just 2021 to 2022. 6% down. I really want to know what that 2019 to 2020 jump was. Because they were number one, right? They were number one, yes. Yes. And then... COVID helped them kind of show their ass a bit and they lost a good chunk of their accounts. Uh, yeah. I'm a little, uh, of course, anytime you look at somebody who's had, you know, like Legion, who's had a 47% increase since uh, 21. Which when you've got all those tap rooms, no sure. big surprise. Yeah. Yep. Then, you get, then I'm looking at Birdsong and I'm like, oh, Birdsong at a negative 11. That sucks. Triple C at negative 13. Yeah. Which I don't... <sighs> That one confuses me a little bit, but it could just be like, I know they've gone through some sales change, you know, like sales reps and whatnot right. in the last couple of years. So maybe some of it's that. Yeah. Um, Resident Culture, Wooden Robot, Divine Barrel, all in that 18 to 20% range. The biggest jump has got me laughing so goddamn hard. Oh, Midnight Bulgan. Yeah. With a 608% uh, change, percent change. They're now at 800 barrels of production. Oh, my goodness. So they're at, what, like 110 before? Yeah, so they opened later in the year, and then this is like a... This should have had an asterisk beside it. because Should have? Well, I know. I know. Yeah. But, I mean, you know, a lot of, like, you know... (laughs) I mean, this is... Plus or minus 10% seems to be pretty norm here for everybody. So the whole point of the article is that, you know, we've got... Close to 40 breweries in Charlotte right now. Yep. And the writer of said article feels like that the bubble has kind of is getting close to popping because of these numbers. I don't see it in these numbers at all. Where I would be nervous, and and this is me trying to understand this data set that they put forth, if you had a huge, like if the bottom half of this list was all like, negative 80%. Right. If every, you know, if you had tons of breweries that were all falling on their faces, to me, that's when the bubbles burst. Being able to say, ah, yes, I predicted this because they only grew 11% last year. Like, no, I'm sorry. Salud's going to stick around. They're not going anywhere. No. I mean, there's only two breweries on here that are in the double digits of negative percentage falling, basically. Right. Everybody else is single digits or... It's growth. Yeah. That's and, that's not, to me, a sign of an unhealthy scene. And to me, like, I'll pick on Birdsong, right? So, you know, for all the years that we were drinking Birdsong, and we kind of quit, right? But so help me, every time I drive by Birdsong, that place is nearly full. Yeah. So I don't feel like even, you know, like, this could very well be somebody is retracting their, their you know, because I know, like, Birdsong had started... Hell, Chuck texted me one time, and they had he had found Birdsong in his market. Their distro had gotten them all the way down there. Wow. If they pull back their distro and say, this isn't really for us, 
that could be why those numbers go down. Like a number, yeah, yeah. you know, like there's a lot to these stories other than just like, oh, there's a percent change. The bubble is crashing. That's the fun thing about data. You can make it say anything you want. Oh, 100%. I can look at it and say Midnight Mulligan got on the board because they made two barrels of beer. And the next year they made 800. You know, like, ooh, look at the big increase. Like, no, let's let's not give them a pat on the back that quick. Right, exactly. Well, you were the one that posted this. I mean, I, I, know. I feel like we kind of took over the no, conversation. It was, it was also definitely like this article dropped in my inbox this morning, like first thing. And I'm still like shaking the cobwebs off from a short week at work. So, okay. <laughs> well, it's just one of those things where I look at this and go, it's no surprise. We all knew Sycamore was fucking huge. We did. Uh, I am actually a little surprised that Noda has surpassed OMB. I'm also not surprised because OMB has been going through OMB things and <laughs> it's not smooth sailing over there anymore. Uh, so. Especially when you lose a rock star director of sales. Yeah. I mean. Yeah, but they didn't. So no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> that's, that's some inside baseball, everybody. Sorry about that. Uh, but then again, like I said, you only have two breweries in the city that are facing double digit negative growth. Everybody else is on the positive or it's one percentage drops or, you know, a single number percentage drops. I don't feel like we're we've hit the precipice of too much because you've got people like Jeff as a prime example that come into the city to go to these breweries. Like until that stops, it's not going to change. Yeah. And that's not even including we were talking well before you got here about some of these breweries in town. If you've been in Charlotte Metro, especially the South End, if it's been more than like say 6 months, You'll be shocked at what it looks like mm -hmm. because you can't even throw a handful of dust without <laughs> hitting a brand new apartment sky rise. Yep. They all look the same. It's really destroying the, the vibe of that whole area. It is. But if you're a brewery, I got to believe you see dollar signs because oh, you have a, not a captive audience, but... It's for an audience me, of ease. Yeah, for me, you know, I've got my local watering hole that has, you know, 13 to 16 taps, you know, usually about eight of which I'm interested in. And then, you know, pretty good can selection. But then, you know, there comes those times where it's like I wanted I wanted that lager beams. I wanted uh, this other high beer that we've got on tonight. You know, right. I wanted some flat brim cans like because I know I've got people coming over and I want to be able to, you know, entertain in that way. And so I got to go to the brewery for that. Yeah. You know, and, and I will. I will absolutely do that. But, I, man, I just, you know, I'm not going to go to all of them. Right. But if you're a brewery that's in one of those areas that has all of this housing around, you're going to have a pretty, I mean, like, Josh and I were talking. It's a Friday night. It's an any night. And I feel like having a beer, I can just walk two blocks. I'm, psh, do it, it. If I lived, and Jeff, you... I don't even know. You if don't you, live in me, first off. Let's be clear about have this. Have you seen where Edge City is? Yes. Okay. So if you lived in those apartment complexes, oh, yeah. even if it wasn't the world's greatest brewery, 100%. would you not just walk your happy ass down there on a Friday you, night? There's no, a lot. Of, I'm right here. There's a lot of times that you're going to put up with shitty wings from the wing stop and shitty beer at Edge City if they're beer. Like, I haven't had their beer, so I guess I shouldn't say shitty beer. But I mean, you know, 
even if it's not good to your point, you're going to put up with it because it's there. It's close. It's convenient. Yep. I, you know, I get it. I mean, it's right there. And then, yeah, with especially all these places in South End where you've got Sycamore, you've, you've got Triple C, you've got these places that are literally built into where you live. There's a reason the Dream Chasers is still successful. Yep. No competition. Yeah, 100%. And a captive audience. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, another infograph. Wells is all about the infographs today. Uh, yeah. This one was super annoying for me, though. Um, if just... All right, dear listener, I really apologize for what I'm about to read. The 25 fastest growing USA breweries by check-in count growth on Untapped. No, no. Boo! Absolute check-in growth. I'm not sure what that has to do with anything, but okay. Sure. So basically, here's how many check-ins, how many unique check-ins they had in 2020, and how many unique check-ins they we, have in 2022. Um, I, I, I hate to do this, and I don't know that I ever have. Can we table this story until next time? Because you know how we we're going to have this conversation with yeah. a specific individual about Un- specific things. things. Yeah. I feel like this, we could still talk about it. I feel like this would be also very good to bring up then as well, because I'm curious, does this even matter? And if so, how? Okay. Wells? Okay. Wells, what do you think? Uh, it doesn't matter to me, man. All right, well then. Sorry, I'm, I'm sorry. No, no, no. I'd be that guy. No, 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 that's fine. Uh, it's it's not actually a bad idea at all. At all. I'm mind. just trying to figure out who in the heck the number one was, because I've never heard of them. And But they've got the most check-ins. Uh, yeah, and it's by a lot. So. Huh. I wonder why. Why is Don- I don't know. John Teffer on my TV screen. Okay. Oh, yeah. So, just in case, like, is the craft beer bubble popped? No, because Michael Waltrip is opening up his own series of tap rooms. You mean Vroom Vroom Man? Yeah. He drives the Vroom Vrooms? Yeah, so you go left. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, yeah. Apparently, they opened a brewery in Bristol, Virginia, where we serve... 20 different kinds of our beers, and we're going to expand to Charlotte, which is the only reason that I offered this article. I don't care about NASCAR. I don't you, care you about don't? Michael Waltrip. You don't? Uh, what? Here's the thing, though. There's enough of a NASCAR contingent around here. Even oh, though, no. This makes a thousand percent sense. You know, you, just to the northeast of the city in the Mooresville area, like that is literally NASCAR HQ. Oh, I'm aware. Okay. Okay. Well, I know. Mm. I'm not like living under a rock or in a black hole or something. Like I'm, a, I'm aware that a lot of people like this stuff. It's not me, but whatever. Like, yeah. go straight, turn left, go straight, turn left, go straight, turn right. Ah, R.I.P. Dale. Um, I. But why Charlotte? Like, besides the... It's not, the, it's why the not Concord? Why not Concord? Why not Mooresville? And the only thing I can yes. assume, the only thing I can say there is, again, population density and shit tons of apartments everywhere. Yeah. Now, my question is, where can you even find a place to open a brewery when everything is apartments? Well... Oh, so, hey, you know that restaurant? That beloved restaurant that they used to have here in town? Yeah, it's gone. It's apartments. Yeah. So... Jeff, What's Daddy, to, doing on here? <laughs> I, I know it's kind of what I thought too. 
So Jeff, to your to your point of why here or Wells, why here, yeah. why Charlotte? Either one of you. It, it, it is absolutely. I mean, I don't know if you guys have ever even been near Concord during any of the races. It doesn't matter if it's Vroom Vroom or Straight Straight or any of that shit. What about Skirt Skirt? <laughs> skirt Skirt Skeet Skeet. What about Skeet Skeet? <laughs> I'm a little behind. No, that's a, I, I kind of I saved this one for a live um, hatred. Okay, uh, I'm, I'm working through that one. It's, it's a it's a little challenging, uh, but. Um, those those populations blow the fuck up during those races, oh, yeah. but they're ghosts. I mean, Concord's a fucking ghost town when there's no races there. Yep. So why would you want to even try to invest in putting something there when you've got an instant audience here? And hey, it's race weekend. Uh, most of the race events, or at least used to, I don't know if they still do, but they used to take place in the city of Charlotte, and then the race, of course, would be out in Concord. So. Yeah. This just makes street and all that stuff. Yeah, so. this just makes perfect sense. I'm just looking at. The- it's a weird decision, uh, basically. And, and Wells, I don't know if you saw, but the whole reason this is happening is he had a bunch of restaurants. COVID hit, and they had to pivot. And this is their pivot. Cool. Well, so instead of pivoting, oh, and and not just opening in Charlotte. So, oh, cool. God, here. I have it. Josh doesn't roll good. No, no, th- this... If He's you... now working toward his next venture of opening 100 tap rooms across America in the next five years. Okay. Who are you, Highwire? And also, no. Yeah, I mean, if they're making their own beer, that's great. And you can carry yourself on that NASCAR name for a while. But you're going to have to have something else because, to your point, Wells, like, even Highwire... Can't do a hundred. No. I don't know anybody. Is there anybody that has that kind of volume of room no rooms? Uh, of of tap rooms? Yeah, nobody. Be, that's there's some, that, that's interesting information. Yeah. So there are two reasons that I that I shared this, and they're both just preposterous. You're yeah. you're you're coming to Charlotte. Okay, good luck because it 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 seems like everybody's coming to Charlotte these days. This is rock bottom two point or. <laughs> yeah, as in he's about to hit rock bottom. Well, but it, it's this brew pub idea, the Gordon Breersh and all this other brew pub shit idea, 2.0. And they all failed the first time. And some money man told him, hey, you could do it now. Yeah. Because none of them exist anymore. So you fill this gap that wasn't really ever a gap to begin with. And yeah, he shouldn't have listened. Who's asking for a Michael Waltrip beer? Nobody. I mean, okay. First off, who's asking for a Michael Waltrip beer? Okay. Number two, who's asking for a Michael Waltrip beer pub tap room? Number three, who's asking for a hundred of these? Do you think there's like people who are like, mm, gosh, we're one of the 50 states. I hope we get one of the two destined, you know, like, no, right. yeah. nobody wants this. Yeah. And not to mention, like, this will work in the Southeast, full stop. Oh, yeah. The end. Yeah. You're yeah. you're not you're not branching into central Indiana with this. Yeah. It's not gonna fly. Yeah. What's the appetite for NASCAR in Kansas? Uh the Vroom Vroom is outside of Kansas City. So I guess Okay. Smallish. Yeah. Ish. I mean, okay, everywhere that they do an actual race, 
It would make sense in a a metro area. Put a brew pub in that city. So, like, we've got a track here right outside of Charlotte. It makes sense to have a Charlotte track. Get all those NASCAR dollars. But here, like everything else, unless your product is strong enough. But, yeah, I mean, what are you going to do? You're going to keep these things open during race weekends only? Some of these places have one race a year. This feels like... The latest entry in the, hey, all of these quote-unquote celebrities are, you know, uh, teaming up for co-branding with alcohol things. Yeah. I just saw where, you know, George Clooney sold his, you know, whatever tequila for a billion dollars. And, you know, The Rocks is selling faster than his. And, you know, Dan Aykroyd's got his tequila or his uh, his vodka. Vodka, yeah. Chris Skull vodka. Right, yeah. You know, like everybody's got a thing. Right. And I I don't. Ryan Reynolds got his gin. Right. I don't have a problem with him wanting to, to make money off of this. I just. I hope somebody is calmly talking him off the ledge. Because he's going to be in for a pretty rude awakening when they yeah. get to like the eighth one of these and they uh, all start failing. When they get here and they start failing. Let's face it. Yeah. They already have one. They get here and that thing's going to shutter in six months. If if I am a betting man in six months. And maybe that's the real dialogue. It's not that Charlotte, let's say, is in a beer slash brewery bubble where it can't sustain anymore. But I don't know that it really wants to tolerate inferior product. Yes. Because we don't. when it gets to the point where they all become very geographically equidistant, why am I bothering going to brewery a when brewery b is just as close and i like it better so again kind of an off mic conversation jeff and i were having the other day go to my local watering hole see you know a bunch of the big national brands there's a bunch of stuff i don't really interested in and meanwhile i've got a bevy of local shit that i'm like yes please like flat brim is out and this is out and that is out and i'm like i literally made a case of almost all local Made in Charlotte beer, yeah. and you're happy about it. Oh, I'm well, it's fucking ecstatic about it. Absolutely. Wells, why did you put your like house porn on to the show notes? I was so confused by why this. did I put my house porn? Yeah, on the show notes? yeah, okay. Uh, if only I had a spare 1.6 million dollars, uh, because you there, don't, there is a turnkey opportunity brewery just outside of Asheville. For a working farm slash brewery, uh, the Sideways Farm Brewing uh, Company is unfortunately for sale. Uh, this has been one that was on my radar for a, a couple months now, and before I got a chance to go there, they're like, "Well, we're basically the owners are separating, and the brewery is for sale." Oof, I know. But it's got like a four thousand square foot house on the property. It's got acreage. It has. It's quaint. Sure, but I mean, dang! If if anybody out there like just wants to open like their own turnkey brewing operation and live on a farm and all the stuff, quaint. Yeah, I'm looking at this property like this is not quaint, man. This is awesome. Yeah. No. I, like, did you see that giant fucking Mac monitor? That's two grand in its own. Yeah. Well. Running a brewery. I don't imagine that comes with the house, Josh. Well, it should. Yeah, does that convey? <laughs> Calculate mortgage on a $1.6 million <laughs> listing. Um, 1.4 of which is that Apple monitor. <laughs> exactly. 
The other part's the headset, the VR headset that they just announced. No, the other part is the stand for the monitor. Yes. So it's just not like every day you see a residential real estate listing that has a brewery attached to it. No, no, no. Honestly, like real talk is I was putting the... Is that a checkbox on Zillow now when I'm hunting for a house? As brewery? Like real talk, when when I was putting the show notes together today, I saw this link and I'm like, what the fuck is this? And I click on it. And immediately, I, I, I want to go, I want to text Walls and go, why did you put a listing of a house that you're looking at into the show notes? <laughs> yeah. And then I read the actual description. And uh, Oh, yeah. I'm looking at a $1.6 million. Hey, I don't know you. I don't know <laughs> what kind of money you got, man. Not. <laughs> I have no clue. So immediately, I'm like, maybe he and Liz are looking at Dream Homes, and they've got like a Google Doc for all of it, and he just accidentally posted it. And then I started scrolling through the picture. I'm like, oh, Okay. That's why. Well, I know you curious. were complaining that he's charging more for handies now, so I thought you know, I, like, just, it kind yeah. of made a little sense. I'm going to own this Wendy's by the end of the year. <laughs> but I mean, three, three yeah. bed, three full bath, ten barrel system. What's not to love? I mean, we could live like a fucking walk in closets. We we could live like a hippie commune. The three of us. We've got no. three bedrooms. No. and a brewery. No, <laughs> Jeff's no. like nope. No, I'm, I'm giving you the uh, Frank Reynolds. Uh, nope, nope, nope. <laughs> You don't want to live in Wells and I's hippie commune? Nope. Etowah, Ed- Etowah, North Carolina, 28729. All right. I, I don't know. It's probably a little bit outside of what I'm willing to commute to for work. But, I mean, like I'd still have my job if I had $1.6 million to throw at a house. Right. <laughs> and couldn't you, like, just work remote? I, no, not for a while. Oh, okay. No, Fair enough. So, uh, but, God. I mean, it if would only, be cool. I, I wish I had the money. I really did because. Well, and I mean, how many times have we looked at some of these British pubs, which are kind of the same basic idea of you live in the pub right. and or above it or whatever. or above it? Yeah, like I mean, it, this isn't really above. This is more like a offsite. Yeah, yeah. totally. Off-site. But but on property, it's seven acres. Like this is land and rolling hills and features and farmland and. A, a working brewery, a like, hippie oh. commune, man. We can start it. Hit mm. head over to our Patreon if you want us to start a hippie commune. If you pay us All enough, right, look at, look at maybe it. Jeff will move in. If somebody buys this place and and transfers it to the three of us, and part of the condition is I have to move up there. Okay, fine. But until that Same. happens, I have a hard enough time dealing with you guys for like two hours every other week. <laughs> the fact that we're recording next week already has me kind of twitching a little bit. Like I just—that's too much of you guys. It's too much it's of you. Too guys. much. Uh, I didn't sign up for this. All right, are we ready for break? Yeah. He clearly is. We'll be back in thirty. Time for buy no buy. I'll explain how it works. Pretty simple. We've been drinking beer on the show. Sometimes our dear listeners like to donate beer to us, or we may even work out a trade. If you want to do so, contact at craftbeercast.com or hate mail at craftbeercast.com. Uh, don't forget about our Patreon, patreon.com slash craftbeercast. Jeff, what is our first beer up? First beer up tonight. 
from Bells. I guess Josh is going to keep trying to shove Bells down our throats. Yep. Better than Balls. He's tried that too. Only once. Only once. Only once. Only once. Uh, but this is a um, Bell's American Lager called Lager for the Lakes. Um, yeah. American Lager, traditional American, well balanced with a crisp finish. It's um, it's sweet. It is a little crisp at the end. Um, it's fine. If you're jonesing for a lager, there's no better options. This one's fine. It's serviceable. It's whelming. I'm not going to buy this. I got better options here in town. Yeah. Well, God, I have better options on my block. Uh, this, I know, speaking of, uh, this, when, when the most enthusiasm I can muster is it's fine to Jeff's point, like, I'm not buying this. There's, there's nothing here for me. It's not interesting. It doesn't set itself apart it it's it seems strangely safe and just uninspired uh, whatever let's just move on done with this josh again i'm not trying to troll you purposely i'm not accidental trolling <laughs> got it oh i am <laughs> it, it is unique at least to me to see a bell's lager i had not seen one before this really no this one's been out for a a while, I thought. I hadn't seen it, but not necessarily looking for it either. Uh, as it started to warm up, you know, I, I tend to start to move to loggers and pilsners, try to move away from IPAs. Uh, I'm with you guys. This isn't terrible by any stretch of the imagination, but I've got better options locally. Uh, also, I have realized, like, on Team Cold Beer, I am Team Pilsner over Team Lager all day long. Yeah, like, it's a little sweet. Come on, though. Pilsner, lager, they're the same thing. Subset. I know. But I am Team Pilsner all day. I just I, I I like the crispness of a Pilsner versus the kind of sweetness of a lager. Sounds like what you need uh, is a good Mexican lager. Maybe. So what's the next beer up? Right, speaking of the next beer up, La Cerveza con Limon. From Heist Brewing, uh, one of the beers that I went out hunting for, uh, bought out at least... What was there in the tap room? Bought out the rest of their cans. Um, <clears throat> when April rolls around, we know we're going to get the gimmicky 420 beers. Yes. Cheech and Chong, Up in Smoke, Uncle Waldo, or uh, Waldo Special, rather. Yeah, Waldo Special. All of our 420 beers, like we know, and some of them are decent, a lot of them are trash. But then, like, what happens right after that is we get into May. And right around that kind of Cinco de Mayo time frame, we start getting all the Mexican lagers. I would love to see Mexican lager throughout the entire summer, but it's always like this big hit in May, and then it kind of peters out. Um, so lime lagers are, are a fun pool beer. They're a good pool beer, but they don't always, always work. This is uh, just enough lime. The Mexican lager behind it is nice and clean and crisp. I enjoy this very much. And again, I went out and bought the rest of what they had in the tap room. Yeah. Or at least in the refrigerator in the tap room. There might have been more in the back for all I know. But, you know, you could have just walked back there and said, I know Peter. Yeah. I, I'm here to grab beer. Peter said it was cool. Yeah. Yeah. So 
He said just to grab whatever I wanted. Yeah. Uh, that said, uh, this is a beer I don't mind paying for. I'm glad to support them, especially with this beer. Big buy for me. Wells? What's the translation on this? A beer with lime? It's not a lime beer. It's a beer with lime. It's a beer yes. with lime. Um, and that's exactly the amount of uh, lime that's in this. Yep. Because a little bit of that can go a long way, and this makes sure to have enough lime in it that doesn't go too far. This is a refreshing lime beer, or I should say beer with lime in it that doesn't overpower. Um, shit, man, I've, I've honestly been sleeping on this. I hadn't tried it until now, and I'm going to have to get some more of my own. Good Thank luck. Thank you. Good luck. Oh, maybe I'll do it again. Je- Jeff's going to fight you. Next Cinco de Mayo. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's a buy for me, dude. Josh. So tonight, uh, as you can kind of smell dinner cooking, I'm sure, at least a little bit, uh, we're having some salsa verde chicken. Uh-huh. And boy, what? bet you wish there was some more of this left. Uh-huh. Because, <laughs> man, that would be fantastic with this. Uh, this is excellent. Very good. Very well made. Not overly limed either, which um, I... I I am a weirdo when it comes to yes, we know some Continue. lime. Like, have you guys ever had a lime Ricky? No, I don't want one. Okay. Ooh, Wells yeah. is looking all confused. I don't think so. Okay, it's it's typically a tonic with lime. Okay. Oh, okay, I'm thinking of something different. Yeah. Um. I I love it. It's fantastic. Like I love lime. This is n- it's lime with restraint, and it's done. Very, very well. Absolute buy. Next beer up. Okay. Next beer up from Divine Barrel. Um, and I will preface this beer by saying uh, I love Divine Barrel. And you hate watermelon. But I hate watermelon. And this is called Keep Rinding, a salted watermelon session sour. It's a 4% salted watermelon. I have not tried it as of yet. There we go. Because y'all know, I believe that watermelon is the devil's fruit. So, yeah, I don't like this. Okay. I, I, I don't I, I don't actually get a ton of watermelon. Like, it isn't the oppressive, like, watermelon. I'm going to be burping this for the next three hours that I normally get. Um, it's more of a goza, I think. Although it's like a, it's like a sweet and salty goza. I'm not get, actually getting a ton of watermelon out of this. That's it. I'm, I'm, I, I won't buy any. Okay. No, thank you. No, thank you. But cool. Well, so one of my all-time favorite summertime crushers is the Lake James Rind from Fauna Flora. I love that beer. Two pieces, American Light Lager with watermelon. So when I see Divine Barrel doing a watermelon sour i'm like oh you had me at watermelon let's go am i going to be drinking this is this going to be like my new rind replacement short answer is no it's not um this is a different beast it's a little bit more sour it calls itself a berliner vice but i'm sitting here like it's got salt that's goza yeah right um or maybe it's like a like a, a fusion between the two yeah but i like it it's just for like an everyday, I'm just going to have like two, you know, two of these things. It's not this, um, but I'm going to buy it. I like it. I like it a lot. It's just not like rind is still like my favorite watermelon beer. 
and it's still not close. Josh. So, Wells, yeah. when you eat watermelon, do you salt it or no? Yes. Okay. That's why you like this. I do not salt my watermelon. I okay. do not like it. I think it's gross. I think it's weird. Um, my wife does constantly. Like, I'm like, why are you doing this? And anytime I've taken a bite out of her watermelon, that's what this beer reminds me like, of. What you all do on your but spare I'm not time? like salt, salt, salt. I'm just like salt. Okay. Well, she's salt, salt, salt. Okay. Is this gross? No, at all. In no way, shape, or form. It's actually got like you smell it, and it kind of smells a little rindy. Not completely. Like it's that weird, like you're towards the end of the watermelon rind, but you yeah. haven't hit rind country yet. Yeah. It's not horrible, but I could not get through a full can of this. <laughs> So, I, I'm going to say kudos, good job, but no buy. Next beer up. Next beer up uh, from Divine Barrel uh, Redemption, in my eyes. Um, I feel like it's been uh, a couple of weeks since they've come out with a new West Coast IPA. And I say new, I mean, just like not one of the normal, uh, normal runs that they do. Uh, but this is Planet of My Dreams, a West Coast with Citra, Mosaic, and Columbus. Mm-mm. Three things you like. Three things I like. I can see through it. That's number four. It's Divine Barrel. That's number five. It's a West Coast. That's number six. It tastes great. That's number seven. Big buy. Number eight. Number eight. Wells? Yeah, I got a little sloppy with uh, drinking these in the tap room yesterday. And it ended up with me down the street doing shots, which is not a good start to your Monday. Beer before shots. No thoughts. Sure. Shots before beer in the clear. No, there was there was going to be no in the clear. Never clear. No. Um, Shots but yeah, to oh, to to Jeff's point, it's three kind of workhorse West Coast hops in a West Coast IPA from Divine Barrel. So I think we all know what this is going to like. There's levels to it, right? Uh, yeah, this is really good. And if I actually had a home kegerator, this would probably be like literally on tap in it. Like I, I really, I could do, I could do a lot of this. Big buy, Josh. I mean, <clears throat> you do technically have a little bit of room for a kegerator in your place. What? No, not anymore. <laughs> Where your vehicle is parked, you could do one in there. Oh yeah, I'm totally gonna go into like the garage. Yeah. Downstairs. Yeah. No, I'm not going. Nah, yeah, I don't blame you. Um, his stairs, like, it's a They're whole fine. thing. You could you could die on those things. Uh, Beer-wise, yeah, this is fantastic. Of, of course. I mean, come on. They know how to make West Coast IPAs. And a uh, little disappointed that I didn't see this one at my local watering hole. Although, chest chop. It just, it just released, like... Last Thursday. Uh, yeah, exactly. So, it just hasn't made it there yet. I would say... It, that's one of the things because uh, both of the DB folks live in this neighborhood, so we tend to get stuff at that watering hole pretty quick. Nice. So I am looking forward to seeing it there. You got faster transportation. Yeah. Absolute buy. Next beer up. Next beer up. Let's talk about a matter of principle. Ooh. From Resident Culture. This is a West Coast style IPA with specially selected Amarillo, Chinook, Columbus, and Cascade. A collaboration with Virgil Gamache Farms and Hollingberry and Son Hops. 
Okay, so and I don't mean to be a, a jagweed about this, but like, so you got hops from somebody. But the jagweed. Congratulations. That's not a collaboration. You bought shit from somebody. I did a collaboration with Amazon today, you know, <laughs> on some car wash detergent. <laughs> but you're not wrong. <laughs> I'm not. Um, and neither is this beer. Um, this uh, it is a West Coast. It is, again, like the last one, clean and clear. Um, drinks great. Very enjoyable. It's a little earthier than the last one. Like especially after it, 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 the beer kind of goes away, I'm getting this like kind of very earthy, um, not quite umami, but uh, very interesting. Uh, but yeah, I, I, I really like this beer. It's a uh, buy for me. In fact, when Josh sent me the, the, the message earlier and he's like, hey, I got some beer for the show. And I saw this when I got excited. I'm like, I've had that beer. It's excellent. He's like, yes, that's why I'm having it in the show. And I'm like, cool. I'm adding it now. Wells? I've had a lot of this on draft already. Had a lot of this in can already, uh, which means I've bought it multiple times and will continue to buy it. Damn, this is good. Josh. <clears throat> so I talked about this earlier. Um, go to my local watering hole. See kind of like, so the way the coolers are laid out, there's the local, st- the singles and seltzer stuff. There's the local stuff. Then there's kind of like, I guess, the Hypro breweries. And then there's... <laughs> the shit that sells the most. Yeah. The, sadly, it is. It's the shit that sells the most because it's always almost half empty. And then there's kind of like the, I guess, specialty stuff like stouts and ambers. and Not your IPAs, basically, which right. is a sad right. state of affairs, but it's how it is. Uh, <clears throat> looking through the local side, I'm seeing this and this and this and this, and I'm going... I am in a bevy of riches right now. Like, you're a bevy of riches. Are you in a bevy of riches? Yes, I am. Hey, sorry, but I know you were going to make the joke too. Uh, and I, harmonized. I, anytime I can see anything from RC that's a West Coast, like, oh, yeah. it's like anytime you see like a Pilsner from RC, it's like, yeah, I, I, that, that's that's worth my time. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I, you know, like, and I know you don't like the Hayes stuff, but it's I, same. But like, it's same thing with them. Like, he's the only he. Loves their doubles and triples. Now, I love their triples. Yeah, Oddly right. enough, their doubles and singles, I'm like, yeah, but for whatever reason, the triples hit me in the right spot. Yeah. And not, and it's not like a, I need the most ABV I can get. Like, it just, I, I think yeah, it tastes, all right, the, they taste the best. It <laughs> may do. be the delicious alcohol in it. I don't know. <laughs> but yeah, the, this is, uh, of course, an absolute buy. I, like, cracked one of these open and immediately put one into the back. Like, yep, we need to have this on the show. So. Yep. Final beer up. Final beer up, Chuck. Two shows in a row. What is happening? Well, we, we finally um, uh, got through all of our like age-dependent stuff. Yes. You know, like all of our hoppy and, and, and whatever. And so now we're able to work on some of this other stuff. So uh, Chuck sent us a can of soon-to-be-here-in-North-Carolina uh, Monday Night Brewings. Str- soon-to-be-here-in-Charlotte. Uh, yes, that's what I meant. Thank you. Uh, Stranger Danger. This is a peanut butter cup imperial milk stout. Um, I don't know if this is like maybe trying to make fun of the whole you got your peanut butter in my chocolate kind of thing or why there's a, a cat in a trench coat hawking a bow tie. I don't no, a trench coat. Well, the, the, the bow tie has the has it on there, too. But the, the cats, the cats clearly selling drugs or something there. 
Uh, but yeah, FYI, Stranger Danger. Peanut butter cup, milk stout. You know, it's pretty sneaky at 13%. Peter told me it was 10, maybe 11. I'd be like, okay, that tracks. Not a 13. Um, deceptively easy drinking. Um, just enough peanut butter for me to know that it's there without overwhelming everything. It is still a little heavy and sweet, but um, definitely a good beer to share with others. Uh, I would pick one of these up in a buy. Wells? 13%? Yeah. Oh, my God. Um, to your point, peanuts are just enough to be like, there they are. Yep. But they don't overstay their welcome. Uh, it's a pastry stout without being overly overdone. Yep. Uh, it's not like... Just it, oh god! Sorry, I've been nursing that that tiny little sip that you had originally poured for me. No, I mean, I'm I'm good. It's been a long day, but holy cow, this thing is tasty. <laughs> um, Monday night does it again, yep. and I can't wait to not have to drive minimum four hours to get it. Yeah, Josh, your thoughts? Because I'm buying this. I mean, come on. You love a peanut butter stout. I, I love a peanut butter stout. I wish there was more peanut butter in this, to be honest. It's I there. Say, I, I totally get that for you. It's I there. totally get that. Knowing how you've reacted to the peanut butter stouts over the years, I knew that this was just enough for me, but that you would want more peanut butter. Yeah. It totally tracks. It, it, it's not terrible uh, by any stretch of the imagination. Uh, I, I, I'd still buy this. Like, double the peanut butter up and... This can just be an insulin pump for me at that point. Like, damn, this is this is good. Uh, it, it is it is weird how you can tell when people use like PB extract uh-huh. versus like actually using because this is drying the shit out of my mouth. Oh like, yeah, th- there's no extract in this. This nope. is this is natural shit. Yep, it's impressive. Uh, it's time for I'd tap that. That's pretty simple. Out of the beers that we had on the show. What are we going to put on our kegerator at home? So, Jeff, where are you going, man? Um, man, I, I wish there was a way that we could bank the shows where we don't tap anything. Um, because I would love a double tap in this episode. Um, that's uh, Heist Lime, or, or Lager with Lime, uh, absolutely has a place in my refrigerator right now. Um, I'm looking forward to the weather warming up enough and getting out in the pool with a can of this and just... Love and life. Uh, but so help me that Planet of My Dreams is going to be one that's going to be my dreams. I'm going to be thinking about that one a lot. Um, as it stands, I'm going to give the nudge to Heist on this one. Um, Planet of My Dreams, very close second. And I will absolutely be buying uh, as soon as it hits at my local spot, probably this week. Uh, I'll be buying me some of that as well. Nice. Well, uh, to me, it came down to the hops. Is this going to be the matter of principle or is this going to be the planet of my dreams? And that resident culture just has a slight edge. It Maybe it's that earthiness. It, there's just yeah. a little something more. Yep. Like, I, ugh, I could probably run through the planet of my dreams faster, but I'm going to enjoy the matter of principle more. Josh. I mean, it is tough. Uh, we got some actually really... Like, I can't believe, like, I would put that 
Lime Logger on, like, I am almost there. Yeah. Like, I am really close, but Matter yeah. of the Principle is oh yeah is a clear winner 100%. here. But, yeah. but man, that, that logger but, but, like, this also is one of those, like, it's a use case scenario. You know, for me, I want something I can have out in the pool. Right. And... While Planet of My Dreams is fantastic, that's more of a sitting on the couch watching TV, yeah, Xboxing or whatever. You know, like it's 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 not a, yep. But I mean, some damn good beers for real, for real. Jeff, we're at the end of the show. Where are we at? Crapbeercast.com. We're still on the web. We got a Patreon if you want to support us there. We've got a Facebook, uh, Facebook.com/slash/crapbeercast. Um, technically, we have a Twitter, but Josh doesn't pay any attention to it because you know he's anti-Twitter. Um, Everybody tells me he's very anti-Twitter. Meanwhile, uh, email has always been the probably best way to get a hold of us. Yes. Contact at craftbeercast.com. Easiest way to get a hold of us. Wells, can they find you anywhere? Uh, I mean, sure. Uh, at all the Wells on the Instagrams. Uh, feel free to send me any additional invites to breweries opening up. I will continue to pass those along. And all his dick pics. Oh, God. No. All Josh, the dick pics. Josh, where are you? Besides right here, um, I don't really exist. Hey, at least when he sends it, he only sends it once and doesn't send it twice. I didn't send it twice. You sent saw, it twice. You saw my phone. We, we received your, your phone's fro- fucking freaked I out. I didn't need to see Look, Josh, you sent it twice. I didn't need to see it twice. Ah, uh, Fine. Um, don't forget about our subreddit while I'm still on Reddit because, again, yeah, another social media bullshit nonsense. Uh, slash r slash craft beer cast. Tell somebody, tell a friend. You've been listening to us for so many years. Uh, I do actually still pay attention to the Twitter. I just don't post that much anymore. So if you want to post something on Twitter, I will respond still. Uh, I just have to be in front of my computer now. So. Other than that, we will talk to you guys next Thursday.